Feel the rhythm, feel the rhyme. Buckle up your seatbelt because it's podcast time and I have two cups of coffee next to me because that's just what Monday is today. It's a beautiful, beautiful Americano and an oat milk latte because I'm getting fancy. But today's Winning Wednesday, today's Winning Wednesday is going to talk about how we can win now because how I lost and I lost hard in order to understand how to win. But we're going to particularly talk about the one mistake that was costing me $60,000 a month and how you can avoid it. Now, I wish I was joking, like, and I wish this was clickbait. (laughs) It's not. (laughs) There was a time, there was a time in my career as an entrepreneur where from the outside looking in, you would have think that I owned 20 houses, 10 cars, had it all together, was working two hours a day, and was the happiest that I had ever been. And it couldn't have been further from the truth. My life was completely in shambles. Um, I was disconnected from my business, disconnected from my numbers, making choices based on emotions and other factors I'm going to talk about later today. Uh, I was depressed. I was avoiding my feelings. I was avoiding deep connected relationships with my family. And it was costing me. And at the time, I was a food blogger. And I took that business... I got that business up to seven figures by myself and doing what was right and the one thing I'm going to talk about today. And then in that seven figures, I also created the same amount of expenses once I lost focus on the one thing I was supposed to be doing and got distracted. And at one point for a prolonged period of time, like four to five months, I was losing between forty and sixty thousand dollars a month in unnecessary expenses, overhead, wasn't generating any revenue. I didn't need any of it. And then I was fighting those closest to me, my wife, my accountant, my friends and my family, who knew. And I was in so deep and in such denial that I held I'm like, You're wrong, you're wrong, I'm gonna show you, I'm gonna show you. And really, I was just more addicted to being right than I was to being authentic and vulnerable and accepting the help. And it cost me a lot. And I was literally losing forty to $60,000 a month, all because of this one thing. And the one thing was I was looking in the wrong direction. I was looking in the wrong direction. I was spending my days making decisions in reaction to what everybody else was doing. And so basically, I was living this life where like I built a company... I built a business based on my heart, based on my soul. I might cry on this one. Based on my heart, based on my soul. And then my ego and the pressure of the world that I was living in, that, that industry took over. And I changed my measuring stick to all the wrong things. I was spending my days staring at competitors, looking at what they were doing, thinking that they were doing it better than me, that I could do it better, that if I transacted that way or if I did it that way or if I did it this way or if I followed that or if I made this, that it would be different. And then I got stuck in the endless game. I would spend most of my days looking at everybody else, comparing myself, scrolling through the endless scroll of social, quote unquote, funnel hacking everybody. Um, Like literally I was out collecting evidence that what I had built wasn't good enough. And I was looking for reasons to self-sabotage silently. And I did. 
I completely self-sabotaged to the tune of the numbers that I shared with you, all because I lost track of where I was supposed to be looking. And literally, literally, I had this belief that if all if I did was consume content and look at other people's stuff, that my vision was somehow going to build itself, while also simultaneously believing that I wasn't good enough to build my vision because look at all this evidence I have of all these people that are doing it better. I need to go be like them. I need to go be like them. I need to go do it like them. So I was just stuck. I was literally stuck, just sitting there stuck. And it was killing me. It literally almost single-handedly killed my life, destroyed me. Depression, anxiety, exacerbated my PTSD, but it destroyed my relationships. It destroyed my marriage. It destroyed my relationship with my kids and my family and those closest to me for a long time. It felt like an addiction. Like it really, really felt like an addiction. But at the end of the day, it was a deep, deep, deep distraction. And it was sneaky. It was completely sneaky. And so I read this thing from Benjamin Hardy, and I want to share it with you on this one thing. I never wanted, and I'm not going to read this quote yet, I never wanted to be reactive, right? I never wanted to procrastinate. I never wanted to fail. But there became a point where what I had done, the success that I had done, I lost focus on the small things. I lost focus on the things that got me there, and I allowed doubt to creep in. I allowed self-sabotage to creep in. And then that led to this belief that I already had failed or it wasn't good enough or I was going to fail again. And then I started to procrastinate. And then when I started to procrastinate, I would fill that time with consumption. And what I was consuming was poison. And so then I would consume the poison and react to the poison. And I was living in this vicious cyclical rate of things that you do not want to be living in that basically guarantee you tear yourself down from the inside out. And that was basically what happened. So this quote from Benjamin Hardy always sticks with me. Okay. Listen to this one. It's a, it's a paragraph long, so I'm going to read it to you. Benjamin Hardy says it best. It's incredibly easy to get distracted. It's easy to get pushed off course. It's even easy to get sucked into behaviors and addictions that take your life somewhere you didn't plan to go. It's easy to take our loved ones for granted. It's easy to be disengaged and disinterested. But what's the cost? When you have a clear future self, the person and life you truly want, You must actively choose it. You can't let little distractions come in because little things, if not checked, will become a slow boil. If you want to be a conscious and intentional human being, you've got to pay attention to what is distracting you. The more focused you become, the less you'll even notice all the noise out there. You'll be too busy, too engaged, and too in flow to see it. Your attention will be exactly where it needs to be. You'll be making huge progress and therefore you'll be increasing in confidence and commitment. You'll show up much differently. You'll create more peak experiences for yourself and others. Your future will keep getting bigger and therefore your behavior will keep getting better. That was from Benjamin Hardy. And if you have not read the book, Personality Isn't Permanent Yet by him, I highly recommend listening to it or reading it. But that is such a poignant reminder, right? And I use this I use this analogy a lot. I use the Olympics analogy. And each one of us is a unique gift in this world. We are a unique light. It's a, it's a, each one of us has our own color, our own temperature, our own signature. We have it. It's us, right? 
And we are the only ones that can turn the light switch on or off in our own lives. And we have to choose to shine our light. We can't shine our light when we're looking at everybody else's light. And I learned after, I think, 12 years of entrepreneurship now. I mean, I've really been an entrepreneur since I was like 12 when I started hustling and taking on paper routes and lying about my age to get my first job as a skate guard at an ice rink so I could yell at people for going too fast while I went fast to yell at them. I was quite hypocritical at 12 and 13. But I've been an entrepreneur for a long time. But I'd say like seriously, like as a career for 12 years, uh, success is boring. Success is boring. Because success is the culmination of the little consistent things you do with intentionality and discipline daily. I just made that up. But I think that's a good one. Let's see if I can say it again. Success is the culmination of the little things you do intentionally with discipline. I can't do it again. Someone's going to have to remember that one. But success comes from being boring every day and focusing on the things that matter. It's the culmination of those little things adding up, right? Like what you put in your body, right? We know when we look at our bodies, we look at in the mirror, we're either loving ourselves or we're not. And if we're not loving what we see, we need to love ourselves internally and work towards getting there. But you don't gain 20 pounds overnight and you don't lose 20 pounds overnight. You don't go from never running to running a marathon overnight. You don't go from, you know, there's a lot of different things you don't go from, but like you don't go from here in California to Boston by saying, I want to be there right now. Like you got to go to the airport, got to get on a plane, you're going to get in the car and drive 3000 miles. Right. But no matter what we do, we have to do a series of little things over and over and over that make progress to get us to where we want to go while also protecting ourselves to not get pulled down a fork to our demise. That's where the distraction comes in. And so when I really look at what happened, like why did I go from generating, you know, seven figures a year, right? So 150 to $200,000 a month to then losing 40 grand a month is because I stopped doing all the things that made me successful. I stopped pulling the levers or another analogy would be watering the flowers that I planted that were continually giving me fruit. And I was like, you know what? The grass is greener on the other side. I know that I'm going to walk away from those vegetables and those plants that are giving me food. And then I think I'm going to skip famine by taking a chance over here. And the truth was, is that I knocked down one bridge while attempting to build other ones that were never going to be built because they were misaligned and they came from me focusing in the wrong direction and looking at the wrong things. And so we have to stay really, really crystal clear and connected on who we are today and who we are going to be in the future. And like Benjamin Hardy says, is we have to be intentional about building it. We have to actively choose to become our future selves and we have to give it away. We have to choose it. We have to choose it when we get up in the morning, when we open our email, when we get on social media. Are we creating or are we consuming? Are we being distracted or are we being intentional? Am I utilizing this moment and this time to give away my gift or to shine my light? Is this moment helping me move forward? Is this moment helping me move one step closer to my goal, even if that goal is 25 years away? We have to stay on that path. Now, we don't have to do it alone. But when you think about the Olympics, there's only one person that can compete in the event and win the gold medal. The coach is there, but the coach doesn't run the race. The coach doesn't do the action. The coach doesn't compete in the sport. The coach 
helps them navigate the blind spots or hold them accountable or see things that they can't see or protects them from things they shouldn't know or shouldn't see so they can win their game. And my buddy Jeff Spencer, who uh, is an Olympian and responsible for, I think, over 100 gold medals in coaching people in his mindset, he's competed at the Olympics. And what you'll, rem- what you'll remember, what you'll hear him talk about with the champion's mindset is that in order to win the Olympics, when that race starts, you don't even know where your competitors are. They might be three feet to your right or left in a running race or on a bike. But if you look at them, you'll lose. But if you look at yourself and focus on running your race, the race that you've trained for, the race that you're training for, and you focus on what you can control, it is the only way that you have a chance to win that gold medal. And entrepreneurship and business is no different. We need to focus on our race and then have the right triggers or the right pushes or the right accountability or the right people in our corner that keep us on our path, not try to pull us to their path and support us in running our race so that we can win a gold medal. But it starts by doing it for ourselves. So here is what I recommend doing. This is what I recommend doing. Number one is you have to create containers that keep you focused on your target. What does that mean? You have to protect your time and your energy. You have to be intentional about what you do, whether it's a morning routine or an afternoon routine, whether it's both, whether it's a, I'm only allowed to check my email this time. I have a newsfeed blocker on Facebook and I'm only allowed to create. If I want to look at anything on social media, I have to go type it in and find it. I am only allowed to work in one hour chunks. I have to non-negotiable do 60 minutes of alone time in the morning. I have to eat this way. Like whatever it is that you know, you have to look out into the future about who you want to become. And then you have to create containers in your life that put bumpers up like a bowling alley. So I want you to think about a bowling alley when you take your kid or me, right? Because I, I suck at bowling. I love those bumpers. They make me a really good bowler, you know, pretend. Or not outside like bowl zero. But you have to have bumpers. And what do bumpers ensure? Bumpers don't make sure that you get a strike every time. But the bumpers ensure that 9.9 out of 10 times, unless you bounce it out of the lane, you're guaranteed to at least hit one pin. And I want you to think about the containers in your life like that. We're not striving for perfection. We're striving for progress. That's what we're working towards. So where are the containers? You know when you look at your life where your energy leaks out, where your focus leaks out, where your attention leaks out. I know I know that I struggled for a long time in my life with addiction and with eating disorders. And so, you know, um, there's no common social event for the addictions that I had. But if like I was, you know, if I had a, a problem with, you know, binge eating a certain food and I still hadn't had it under control and my friends go invite me to this restaurant, I know it's probably not going to be good for me. So I will avoid it. I have to protect that. I can't leak out. I know that um, if I go to a dinner after a full day of meetings and work that I'm not going to sleep like I need to. I'm going to skip my evening routine. It's going to affect me the next day. So I politely turn down the dinner. You have to look at your life everywhere and you have to protect it. You have to put containers on it. And so I recommend putting containers on your life and don't overwhelm yourself. Just pick one. Look at your life right now and figure out where in your life or where in your business you're leaking the most or you're distracted the most. Near IL talks about this in Indistractable, 
uh, one of his books, but where are you distracted the most? And then where can you create a new technology, right? Technology is like a series of anything that protects you. Where can you create a technology that protects you from leaking out that hole in the bucket? If it's Facebook, download the free Facebook news eradicator and don't allow yourself to look at Facebook's timeline, only be intentional. You can post or you can type in somebody's name and go there directly, but you don't get sucked into the endless scroll that distracts us from our vision, okay? So number one is you have to create containers that keep you focused on your target. Number two, another book recommendation here. You have to stack your habits like James Clear talks about in Atomic Habits, right? And so habit stacking is absolutely amazing, right? And so you create a base habit. You make a small commitment. Maybe your small commitment is to work. Uh, maybe maybe your small commitment is to go for a 10-minute walk every morning, right? You commit to that and you go for your 10-minute walk, your 10-minute walk, your 10-minute walk. But then you realize that that habit carries momentum. And so then you look at it. And so for me, what I do is I go for my 10 minute walk now and I eat my vegetables in the morning because I make a smoothie to drink on my walk. And so now I'm accomplishing two things in one, but I'm carrying that momentum. And I know that when that walk is finished, I have a lot of clarity and I have a lot of energy. And so then what I do is I sit down and I journal for the day and I allow my habits to stack upon each other that support them. And so I can stack them vertically or I can stack them horizontally. But I highly recommend reading Atomic Habits by James Clear. The book is absolutely amazing. And really what we want to get to is we want to get to a series of events or our day set up that no matter what, we're progressing towards our goal and we're protecting ourselves from forks in the road. And those things are all added up. No matter what your goal is, where your business is, where your life is, no matter where you want to go, it needs to be broken down into chunks or into pieces that you can step towards every single day. And then you need to protect those steps that you can make them. Number three, you need to eliminate anything from your life that doesn't give you the feeling or results of growth and or momentum forward. And this one sometimes requires a hard conversation with yourself. Because we as human beings do not like to be uncomfortable. We seek comfort, but comfort can keep us stuck. It's easy for me to sit on the couch and binge watch movies. It's hard for me to sit there in silence and think or read a book. So I try to do that. It's easy for me when I finish my workout to not do recovery. It's hard for me to do cold therapy. So I work on cold therapy to make it easy. We have to constantly be challenging ourselves. Like I know that I perform a thousand times better when I wake up in the morning with intentionality and an alarm clock. And so I have to remove things that make me feel like crap, which means I have to wake up with an alarm clock, whether I like it or not, because that temporary feeling of discomfort is so much, it's not even so much, it's so worth it for the results that I get versus a day of like fault or blame or guilt or shame as I work towards building myself into a better version of myself. I know... I'll be really frank with you. I know this one restaurant that we go to <laughs> with our family that if I go, I'm going to go off the rails and I don't do it um, reactively or emotionally. I do it because I want to. And so I make sure that if we're going to go to that restaurant, I'm not in the middle of anything where it's going to pull me far off my path. And then I have this, like, hey, can we wait like three weeks until I finish this fitness challenge or I'm done training for that race or uh, I have a few days that I can have some mental fatigue and fog because I'm going to eat all the food there. 
but you got to eliminate anything from your life that doesn't give you the feeling or results of growth and momentum, right? And so that could be social media. That could be deleting all the apps off your phone and only using it on your computer, right? That could be... Um, that could be not listening to the news anymore. That could be doing a social audit and removing uh, friends. That could be cleaning your inbox. It could be emptying your inbox for the first time. Whatever it is, you have to go through the process of removing it. And on the process through, you'll learn a lot about what pulled you off the fork and what keeps you going. But that's step number three. So step number one, create containers that keep you focused on your target. Step number two, stack habits. Uh, James Clear teaches this. Google it. Google Atomic Habits by James Clear. Uh, you can watch some YouTube video summaries of it to get the gist of it, right? That's how I get the gist of books before I read them to see if I want to read them. Number three is eliminate anything from your life that doesn't give you the feelings or results of growth and momentum forward. And then step number four, stop looking what others are doing and win your race, i.e. what I talked about with the Olympians win your race. If you're looking elsewhere, you're looking for support, guidance, information, or feedback that's going to give you another tool to use in your race, not change your race based on how somebody else is running theirs. Because remember, what you're looking at is just the tip of the iceberg. You're looking at 10% and there's 90% that's happening underneath that you have no clue. And most of the time, what you'll see is it's not as pretty as it looks on the outside. And so you need to make sure that you stay focused on running and winning your race. And that's step number four. And if I could fast forward, no, I did fast forward. If I could go backwards 12 years, 13 years when I was starting this journey and I had a mentor sitting in front of me and they could give me one piece of advice that would have made the difference for me, like would have like really, really set my mind right, would have guaranteed to support me foundationally no matter what it would have been them telling me that in that moment I already had everything I needed to succeed it would have been them that telling me in that moment I already had everything I needed to succeed and I might not have believed it right I might not have like been like yeah this dude's a kook right but looking back now I did I did and you do and we all do it's your light and you're gonna build it no matter where you go in life no matter where you reach financially in health and fitness relationships and impact in the world, no matter where you go, there's always going to be another level, but it's always going to be you and your light and your vision and you already have it all. And so protect your energy, protect your time and stay focused on building that vision because every day that you can take a step towards that vision is another day it's realized and another piece of impact that has on this world through impacting you and those around you. Okay. You're here. You're moving forward. We're a family. If you're listening to us to we're a family and I do have something I want to tell you. One of the ways that I protect my time is I don't read emails at all. <laughs> um, there's only three newsletters that I read. There's only three of them. One of them is my own. The one that I write for you guys. And I make my email consumption, like actually reading an email, I give myself less than five minutes a day to read those three newsletters. I read mine that I wrote and I am behind my own emails two weeks. And so I coach myself. I'm not joking. I literally read my own emails. I read the morning brew. Um, and then I read uh, notes from the universe, which are like positive affirmations that come in. And no matter what, without fail, I pretty much read all three of those every day. Other than that, I don't read any of them. 
all the ones that I want as reference go to a folder in my inbox called swipe or reference. And I only go open them when I'm searching for something or inspiration or clarity. But other than that, I don't read them. And so what do I use email for? I use email in the morning. I don't, when I open my inbox for the first time, I don't go and triage my inbox. I go right to that folder, which only those emails are in. My email, Morning Brew and Notes from the Universe all come into one spot, one folder. So that's the only thing I open. And then I give that gift to myself because that fills my tank. I get inspiration. I get ideas. I'm actually either taking my own advice or I'm proud of myself for writing a daily newsletter. And I read them and then I get to work. And so you have to make sure that no matter what you do, you're stacking your day in your favor. You're filling your tank and you're moving yourself forward which is why I started writing daily emails. And so some of you listening to this are already on them. Some of you have no clue what I'm talking about. Um, But a couple months ago, I made a commitment that I was going to write a daily email and we call it the Lightkeeper Lessons. And my intention was that I could replicate uh, my success through sharing what I do. And so I wanted to create an email every Monday through Friday that did that same thing, that gave you less than a minute of time to consume but set your direction or focus or heart or love or friendship or support and let you take that every morning and put it into practice in your life and move on from it and carry that throughout your day. And I try every day to put these into emails and I write them every single day. And so we call them the Lightkeeper Lessons. And a lot of you have been asking, and I I wasn't going to open it up yet, but we're fine. We're 50 emails in and the feedback has been amazing and people are loving it. 30 seconds, 20 seconds some days, 10 seconds another day, 55 seconds another day, everything on mindset, on business, on entrepreneurship, on marketing, on marketing laws, on email, on customer journeys, but all in really simple, tangible hits that you either focus your attention on, you put into practice, or you think about to help you navigate your course for the day. And so I call them the Lightkeeper Lessons, and so I do want to share it just on this podcast. So if you want to go... Um, sign up. I'm going to give you a link in a minute. It's going to send you to a type form. You have to apply to be on these. I look at the applications and I will tell you right now, and I'm going to share a little secret with you. The emails are set up that if you don't open or click them, you stop getting them. And so I did this because this is the best of the best. This is how I coach myself daily. It's from me, my students, my mentors, and it's all the things that will make a difference in your life. But they can't work if you don't read them and they can't work if you don't click on them. And so the rule is, is that by reading this, and you'll see this on the type form, you just have to commit that during that week, you'll open them every day and you'll click on them. And it's less than a minute. I think somebody said one took them like a minute and 15 seconds, but I try to keep them really short. And so I have it set up as a fail safe. So if there's five days that you're on vacation, that's about your top limit. But you can only progress down those emails because I set them up with automations to track whether you open or click them. And I'm being really open with you right now to set you up to win. But I guarantee you that if you set a calendar reminder in your phone to read the email every day at 5 a.m. Pacific Standard Time when it comes, or 9 a.m. or 10 a.m., whatever time is good for you, and you set a 5 to 10 minute block every day, and you do it every day consistently no matter what, that I guarantee you that your life and business will be better. And so if you're into that, if you're game, if you want to try it, you have to go to this address. It's www.lightkeeper.club. Let me look. Yep. www.lightkeeper.club. So www.light, L-I-G-H-T, keeper, K-E-E-P-E-R, dot C-L-U-B. 
lightkeeper.club. Some browsers um, will mess up your address a little bit. So if you type in your browser as lightkeeper.club, it might work. And if it doesn't, just add the www. You'll see a picture of me with my family and a Typeform application. Please fill that application out. I read every single one of them. And then check your inbox and get to work. So today's episode uh, for Winning Wednesday went a couple minutes longer than I thought, but I really appreciate you sharing this time with me. And there was a lot in there that I wanted to cover and I wanted to get through. And so the four things that I want you to do based on today's episode, number one, create containers that keep you focused on your target and protect your energy. Number two, stack your habits. Number three, eliminate anything that doesn't support you or your momentum or your feeling of growth forward. Number four, stop looking at what others are doing and win your race. And then a fifth one as a bonus is go to www.lightkeeper.club and sign up for our daily newsletter. Uh, It's Monday through Friday only and uh, sign up for it so you can get it. You can get those nuggets and only sign up if you're going to take it seriously. I love you. This is all from the heart, but please only sign up if you're going to read them and you're going to use them because that's the only way that they're going to make a difference. But other than that, that's the end of today's episode. Remember that relationships will always beat algorithms, and I will see you in the next episode. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode. And like I said in the beginning, and probably a ton of times throughout, make sure you subscribe to the show if you want to hear more. Now, leave a review if you like me. Actually, don't leave a review if you like me. Just leave a review if you feel so inclined. But I'm going to ask you because it helps other people find this. And I'm going to give you a little marketing lesson in the outro of this anyways. Go to mindofgeorge.com so you can get into our crazy family and also get a free gift my team and I made for you. Now, here's the thing. There's only four types of customer journeys and I'm sending you to one page to cover all of it. But our job is to give you everything that you need to succeed as an entrepreneur. See, what I want is I want you to be in our family. I want to be in a relationship with you. And I want you to have a win before I ever get a win. And so on that page, you'll see some of the best stuff that we have, our top podcast episodes, our free courses we put together, our free content. And there's one in particular that I'm super proud of. We put together a free 30-day transformational marketing course, literally just need your email so you can get in and get into the membership site. We talk about the two most important documents in your business, your lighthouse and your avatar sheet, which we now call the beacon of beliefs in your captain's assessment. We teach you about the conscious and subconscious customer journey, how to have congruency in your marketing, the psychology of email marketing marketing, the six email sequences that your business needs to have right now to win, the two most wasted pieces of real estate and digital marketing that you can fix right now, my special five-part email recipe, and how to reframe your card abandonment strategy so you don't insult people's intelligence anymore, plus whatever else I can come up with on a certain level of crazy, because my mission is to teach you that relationships will always beat algorithms, and I'm ready to be on your team, I'm ready to be in your corner, and it's time for you to win a gold medal. So make sure you go to mindofgeorge.com, and we'll see you in the next episode. I love you all. Bye.